into the stretch, and Justify comes roaring home to a raucous Belmont Park with one furlong to run. Gronkowski and Hofburg trying to run him down. Vino Rosso is fourth, but 16th to go. Justify is still there. Justify from Gronkowski. He's just perfect, and now he's just immortal. Justify is the 13th Triple Crown winner. There you heard it. Justify being the 13th horse to win the Triple Triple Crown. Did it at the 150th running of the Belmont Stakes. Let's get to the Altitude 950 hotline and bring in Arapahoe Park announcer Jonathan Horwitz, who we love to check in with on 950 anytime there's a big deal in horse racing. And Jonathan, this is a big deal. Just the 13th horse to ever win the Triple Crown. It's it's magnificent, I think, to see because it's so difficult to do. Absolutely. One thing to keep in mind about the Triple Crown is that the series is for three-year-old horses. So a horse will only get one shot at winning the Triple Crown in their lifetime. There's no let's try again next year. And especially the way Justify did it, he's undefeated. There's only been one other Triple Crown winner, Seattle Slough, who finished the Triple Crown series undefeated. And also Justify had such a meteoric rise to the top. He didn't start racing until February. He didn't race last year as a two-year-old. So he's risen to the top of horse racing, certainly in this generation. And I think he's one of the all-time greats, too. Hey, Jonathan, tell me about some of this controversy going on that about another horse, a Bob Baffert horse that has been accused of blocking for Justify and what your thoughts are on that. Is it bad sportsmanship? Is it good sportsmanship? Because I don't think you hear about it a lot. It's something that actually I thought of as soon as the race was over in terms of gauging the tactics that Justify used, and then the other horse trained by Bob Baffert, Restoring Hope. And and to put it in the context of another sport, it's kind of like when you see in football, you'll have two wide receivers, they'll run a crossing route, and one of the receivers will end up running a pick on the defensive back that was guarding the other receiver. And you can't do that in football, but on the other hand, if you're running your route, it's like, oh, I don't know, I just ran my route, and the defensive back got in the way. Now, if you go back and watch the replay of the Belmont, the way it plays out is is obviously justify is the horse with the target on his back. So the big question going into the race was, is someone going to take on justify early? And with the Belmont being a mile and a half, the longest of the Triple Crown races, are they going to try and wear him down? And so the other Bob Baffert horse, Restoring Hope, breaks a little bit slowly, and the jockey sends him to the front. And, and frankly, what I think is, is that if there was somebody who was going to take on Justify, then this horse, Restoring Hope, was going to go with that other horse. Justify would have taken back, and then Justify would have had something to, to run at with his stable made in front. When nobody took on Justify, then the other Bob Baffert horse goes a little bit wide and, and then kind of comes back to the inside and pins one of his main rivals, Bravazo, towards the rail, sort of sending the message, look, if you want to now pass Justify, you've got to go outside of both of us. So I definitely think Restoring Hope was one of, was a bodyguard for Justify. Is that bad to do? Well, that's a, you know, a a judgment call in terms of sportsmanship. Is it illegal? No, it isn't. That's sort of the the tactics that, that you can have in racing, especially when you have, two horses from the same barn, almost like if you sent a, a rabbit out. Um, and, and that's all right. It is illegal in horse racing in the United in um, Australia, but in the United States, it can happen. And, and 
they'll never admit it, kind of right. like, uh, uh, you know, a baseball manager will never admit that they threw, uh, you know, threw at somebody. But but I think that's exactly what happened. Well, it's interesting because it happens a lot. We were talking about this before you came on. It happens a lot like in NASCAR, right? If you've got kind of the same ownership. But Bob Baffert's the trainer, whereas the the horse or the owner of Restoring Hope was like, I don't know what happened there. I don't know what he was doing because he's also looking for to get a payday there. So I feel like it's got a different kind of feel. You're absolutely right about that um, because – while they do have the same trainer in Bob Baffert, there was a different owner. And obviously the other owner, he, he wants to go out and, and win the race. Um, so I can see where the other owner is coming from. I think it's kind of one of those, you know, I, you took one for the team and, and we'll get you back later on. Um, but it just adds more intrigue to the race. It was such a historic race and, and it continues the, the conversation as well. So this has been a very memorable Belmont, and, and I think you had American Pharaoh back in 2015 breaking the curse, if you will, no Triple Crown winner in 37 years. Now we have one right after. But, but I think this Belmont was better than American Pharaoh's Belmont. American Pharaoh's Belmont will always have the historic significance, but, but I think justifies a stronger horse, and I think this was a, a much more tactical race that, that I really appreciated and, and vaulted as, the race caller Larry Coleman said justifies now immortal. So justify I read is going to take a little bit of a break and then keep racing. Cause it looks like the ownership said that they want to share the horse with the public by racing him. Is that, is that smart to do or is that because he's made, I saw that he's going to get like 20, 75 million in breeding rights. Like there's enough money to be made right now, but is that kind of, you know, what, what horses do or do they, they take a break and just retire them? It depends what angle you want to look at it. If you look at it as a business decision, the number for which his breeding rights were sold, 75 million, I've heard even up into the the 80 millions, whatever it is, it's an enormous number. And really, Justify doesn't have to do anything more to increase his reputation. This this is about as good as it's going to get. And if he comes back and he loses it, it diminishes his value a little bit. Plus, you have to insure the horse because he's worth that much money, insure him against uh, a risk and injury. And the insurance alone is probably going to cost more than they can even recoup in prize money. So, so from a business standpoint, and it's unfortunate because most of the money in horse racing is now in the breeding shed rather than in prize money on the track, then you'd retire justify right away. But on the other hand, justify means something to horse racing. And, and I'd love to see him run for another two or three years just to see how good he can possibly be. Unfortunately, we won't see that. He'll certainly retire by the end of of this year, so he'll get some time off. He'll probably do what American Pharaoh did and point towards the Breeders' Cup to run against older horses at the end of the year. But one of the crazy ideas I had was, look, he doesn't need to prove anything in the United States. The horse is, is so athletically gifted, and he's also so chill He's unfazed by anything. If you see the video of him getting off the plane or in front of big crowds, mm-hmm. I'd like to see him go overseas and try one of Europe's biggest races. If he loses, no big deal. If he wins, he's one of the all-time greats worldwide. So there's a couple ways you can go with it. Of course, I'd like to see him keep racing, but uh, he's a special horse, and it's going to be a flash in the pan, and we're only going to see him uh, maybe a couple more times before that, that was all the magic that we saw with Justify.
We're talking to Arapahoe Park's Jonathan Horowitz. Last thing for you, Jonathan, I work with a bunch of gambling degenerates, so can you tell me a horse to keep our eye on for next year, or would we know that even now? Well, the two-year-olds really haven't started racing, and we don't really know who's going to be the, the triple crown horse next year, and frankly, nobody even knew about Justify until February of this year. So we'll have to wait on that. But, hey, if you want to send them out to Arapahoe Park, exactly. we have racing today starting at 1 o'clock. And uh, remember the name Galactic Princess when you see her at Arapahoe Park because she's become the sort of queen, the superstar of the local horses in Colorado, while Justify is the superstar of, of the United States national horses. Okay, very good. So if you go out there to Arapahoe Park, which is so much fun to head out there and, and get out there, it's a perfect, perfect time to do it. Galactic Princess is the horse that we are going to keep our eye on. Thank you, Jonathan, for joining us. It's always great to get your perspective after these big races and especially after Justify wins the Triple Crown. Hey, let's do it again next year. <laughs> let's do it again next year. Thanks, Jonathan.